listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with um, Emily Dean and Steve Hall has joined us. Good morning. This morning. You can... Um, morning, uh, Peter. Morning, Richie. Morning, Jim. <laughs> you can uh, text us on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've had some tweets already, Frank. Tweets! Can you imagine... Tweets for what, my sweet. ...what they might be regarding... Uh, let me see now. Let me just check my dates. <laughs> 11th of October. It's a about. Saturday. Oh, yes, I remember what it is. I'm on Doctor Who! Tonight! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am on Doctor Who tonight. I love the way you've been so self-effacing about this whole yes, thing. Yes, I've never responded like this. I've read every um, preview and review. I never read any of that stuff. And I tell people, I, I've been sending people pictures of me. I never do anything like this about my normal Can I be career. honest, I am quite shocked at how many pictures you're sending us. <laughs> I know. I mean, in the week, you've been sending... I've never had so many mass emails from you in Every, my entire I life. I, um, I, and you said, look at me. They actually say things <laughs> like, subject, look it. at me. I was just OMG. doing it. I was just saying, look at this brilliant poster with, with me on it. Yeah. I know. I've, I don't know what's happened to me. I've become some sort of egomaniac. <laughs> I'm really but excited. It I'm, was, I'm it, sort it, of a gomaniac. <laughs> it was really exciting. Even seeing you in the trail last week, we had, mm. me and the wife, I don't we, had, know we, that had pub. A, we had a little squee <laughs> you on had the screen. We had a squee by osmosis well, I had, of pride uh, for you. I would say, and I'm not exaggerating, there's been, two, there's been three trailers released this I'm week. I'm not counting or anything. <laughs> I mean, God. I've, that, that first one, which was the next time trailer. Are I've, you referring I've, to, can't we get a better expert? No. Oh, new. Yes. <gasps> My mother, who is a professional actress of some years standing, said, I can tell he's wonderful just from that one line. <laughs> she did. Oh. Um, and so that, there's that one, and then there's one which ends with me um, doing another line, which is... Uh, do, do it now for us. Go on, okay. everyone. OK, one, two, three. Um, <laughs> something else might be responsible. Oh, lovely. Nice. And uh, we'll I've watched... T-shirts with that on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've watched, um, I would say, each of those trailers in in excess of 40 times. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Cat, I might be playing it there. There's another trailer that uh, doesn't have me on. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I have, I've watched that once. It's nice, but you know what it's lacking? What? Me. <laughs> <laughs> What, I, what if you're really good? Well, I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. No, but people might say, a star, imagine a star is born. Skinner, yeah, can you imagine? Skinner in, in is the way that I imagine Skinner is electrifying the Jewish Chronicle. Yeah. And the fact, obviously, Peter Capaldi had had a small role in a previous series of Doctor Who. Yes. So it's well, not beyond the uh, realms uh, of possibility. Colin Baker was Maxill, of course, and then went on to become the Doctor. So you know, oh, so you could be Colin Baker. <laughs> I could be Colin Baker. <laughs> oh, Wowzer! Yeah, better order me some. They uh, did McDonald's takeaways. <laughs> I love Colin Baker. So shut up Listen, about it. Um, so we've had a couple of tweets. Okay. Adam says, "So excited to see you on a trail for Doctor Who. You weren't edited out." No, I'm definitely <laughs> in it because they won't put me in the tra next time trail, and then I'm not in it. And so no, no, at least I know I'm in it. Matthew McGrath has said, looks like the cockerel needed the day off to find a blank videotape for Doctor Who tonight. <laughs> I think he spent the day off thinking, what about my acting career? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in a dark room with his head in his hands, saying, no, how did this happen? I, 
I'm the actor. <laughs> and I'm not disputing he's the actor. I'm, actually, you're an actor as well, Em. You've... Oh, finally, you get to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was there first, darling. I mean, I'm not sure I got the tense right on that statement. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, and I, I, can I um, say to our readers, I'm, I'm not going to go on and on about it all day. It's all right. OK, I'm, I'm going to fight the urge. But obviously I've got to mention it because it's oozing out of me like oil oozing out of the ground in the opening credits of the Beverly Hillbillies. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 740, a.k.a. Ian Angle. Ah, oh, the angle has landed. Yes. You never know, Frank. Perhaps in a few years people will be saying, Frank who? Oh. No, that's so clever, isn't it? Because that suggests Everyone's obscurity cool. and everlasting fame. <laughs> yeah. In the same um, remark. As I once heard uh, Bruce Forsyth say, <laughs> I'll play your cards right, what a marvellous remark. <laughs> uh, and, and one of the contestants had said quite a funny joke, but he wasn't prepared to call it a joke. Yeah. Such is his <laughs> grinning rage. <laughs> Jared, Jared says you must be super pumped for tonight. I, I, yes. I do hope not. Well, um, I can't express my excitement, but I, I have been. Um, it's really. No, you haven't. You haven't. No. Will, will you venture you? onto the forums afterwards? Will you? You know will... what? I'm, I've completely abandoned myself to reading stuff. Uh, you know, which absolutely um, slags me off because I just thought I can't. I, I look at the forums every week. Yeah. Why should I, I stop? So, I get yeah. when I saw you on that trailer. Yes. I, let's talk about that again. <laughs> <laughs> I actually made a noise. Did you? I saw your face and I went. If anyone had made a noise in Arras, I'd have slapped their faces. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be difficult. You know I've got people round tonight to watch Who it. have you got round? You'd well, have family. To say. Family, oh. the close, close core. Don't get people round. But, you know, you? one of those things when you think they're not... Frank, you're going to have Kath a row. Kath will be texting and stuff and there's going to be trouble. You're going to end up on no speakies. My chair's very creaky. I don't want anyone thinking that's my skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do you tolerate people pausing? During Doctor Who, if if there's anything happening, if, if I a, think if, if it's a cup anything, of tea needs making, if it's anything less than a heart attack. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> also, I'm not sure when to text. I'm going to put this out here. Yeah. Because obviously, I will be making the exception of a lifetime and watching you because mm. you're my dear friend, and, and I want to encourage you. Yeah, in this you secretly watch every episode, and you know it. Appreciate <laughs> it. And but when do I text? If I do it too soon, that will irritate him. You see. If I leave it too long, imagine he gets no text. It's just that like, the time, <laughs> digital time, taunting him. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. I think you'll get inundated, Frank. Yeah. Oh, in I can't tell you. <laughs> Can you imagine the office will be coming in? The director of Peaky Blinders <laughs> will be saying, "Well, it was staring us right in the face." <laughs> <laughs> Mark Gatiss has tweeted us. Mark Gatiss, a, a Who legend. Yes. I think it's fair to say. Uh, just a, a legend in general. Uh, looking forward to tonight, kidder, he says. Oh, it's what a lovely. nice man, Mark Gatison. How lovely to be nice and talented. <gasps> I, I had the offer I settled for talented. <laughs> 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 no, he's a great man. Oh, I laughed at that Robin Hood episode, didn't we? <laughs> anyway. I did, I genuinely I enjoyed that. that, was a great, that's my, one of my favourite of the series so far. Oh, yeah, I like just because right. he's texted, don't start <laughs> creeping. 
I hate <laughs> it when you do that, Steve. I've told you before. <laughs> Must stop creeping. I've only bought Steve in for bullying. It's <laughs> <laughs> someone else's turn this week. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, Alan's having a rest at home. It's <laughs> <laughs> convalescing. <laughs> we also have a holding pool where people have been bullied on the show can sit out there. Who was it last? I think Daisy got a bit last week. Yeah, she did get a bit. But can I say now that I love Daisy very much? <laughs> She's like a sister to me. Obviously a younger sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> younger sister was taken away at an early age and brought up in a more street kind of way. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Tell us more about Doctor Who, Frank. I'll tell you what I never told you when I was doing Doctor Who, that the director took me to one side and gave me a piece of advice. And the director's oh, a guy no. called Paul Wormsess, who's, who's become something of... Uh, He's doing the Christmas special, so he's the golden boy director at the moment. Mm. And I've, I know, I've known him for a long time, he's a lovely man. But he said to me, uh, just a little word, um, uh, something I've noticed about you, but when you have your mouth closed, mm. you look quite heroic, and when you have it open, you look gormless. <laughs> <laughs> he said, so can you just remember whether you're trying, which one of those you're after? Is that right? <laughs> Do you know I've never realised yeah. that about you, but did, he's certainly spot yeah. on. Did that yes. resonate with you? Did you were you find, were you looking back at an old publicity shots? <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I it's I suppose that when I'm talking, then I look gormless. I suppose I, I know that I sound so bright. I'm not working hard on my physical appearance <laughs> at those moments. Mm. Yeah, but it's an interesting bit of advice. But I noticed one of the, the publicity shots is, is me looking gormless. He was absolutely <laughs> spot on. Do you know what? I love you casually saying, I noticed one of the publicity <laughs> shots. What, you've analysed all of the publicity shots. Yes, yes. And we have had to as well. By the way, this is a slightly just... A, a, it's, it's the same topic, but it's also yes. slightly different. Um, I, I play a... Um, well, I'm, one could say that I play a train driver. It's a bit more complicated than that. Mm. But... <laughs> when I was at school, a train driver was like the go-to ambition for young boys. People wanted to be train drivers. When did that stop? Can you imagine now a young boy saying, yes, I'd yeah. like to be a train driver? Do they even have train drivers? No, they all want to do YouTube videos now. Yeah. That's what they, the job they've they've they want to do. Tube train <laughs> to YouTube. Okay? <laughs> they all want to do videos. It's just what's say, the hey difference? guys. What's the difference between the two? Because train represents train of thought, a sort of intellectual life. <laughs> YouTube, it's all about me, me, me. Well, it's all about you, you, you. But when it's you, 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 it's at you, so that makes it me. I think that pithy little comment could go very well on a lapel badge. <laughs> <laughs> and it could win you keep the next general election. <laughs> so did you ever want to be a train driver? Uh, no, I never did. No, I wanted to be a, a cowboy, cowboy more than anything. But, uh, so you'd so, have been robbing a train? Yeah, exactly. One of those trains with the big grid on the front. You know, the cow catcher. You know, in the Wild West, they yeah. had those big grids. Didn't bother was, you. Were you a Lone Ranger type? Or were you in a goodie or a baddie? Um, oh, definitely a goodie. Uh, yeah, Lone Ranger, I liked. I liked um, Paladin. Have gone, will travel. That's who I liked. <laughs> But, you know, let's not get into the Wild West at this stage. Mm. Um, so, Steve, uh, how's, how's it been going? You haven't been on the show for it's ages. Been, it's been a while. I, so, uh, the last time I was on, my wife was fit to burst uh, with our first child. Oh, uh, yes. So we now have a baby. She, she burst. Is. She did indeed burst. <laughs> <laughs> 
Congratulations. And, uh, yes, thank you very much. I had uh, as many as three tweets from excited readers <laughs> wanting, to know the, <laughs> wanting to know her progress. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we have a lovely baby daughter called Polly, who is now uh, about ask, three and a half months old. What's her weight? Uh, she was eight pounds six. Lovely. Good, good. So nice and healthy. She was a little Why bit late. Why do they about, do oh, this with babies? Why do mm. people do that? Well, I like to know if they're so a size zero before. still. Yeah, but if someone said to me, I've got a new girlfriend, I wouldn't say, oh, what, what kind of weight are we talking about? Can I be honest, I would. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. <laughs> they should be weighed on the first day. <laughs> that should be a tradition. <laughs> it was a very exciting labour. Uh, no one said that for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, <laughs> I, I hadn't realised how sickly I am. Uh, and, and, and you should have called me, I would have told you. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, well, I was ch- cheering her on by the bedside, and as, as Polly was due to exit, uh, pursued by a bear, she... Yes. Uh, you uh, were cheering her on. When they oh, say sometimes it's nice to have chanting, they mean, like, in a yogic way. Not, uh, <laughs> come on, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> one baby, there's only one baby. <laughs> Uh, so the the uh, the staff were so concerned they insisted that I go and sit down because they they were saying you're about to faint oh. and I was trying to say to them I promise it's you I'm not I'm just this pale all the time yeah and they were going no you're on a, you're about to hit the deck uh, and so they I was kind of wrestled into a chair and sat down by by a very angry nurse and then as soon as I was sat down out popped our daughter so and, uh, so the adrenaline got me on my feet and I did I saw her from a distance oh that's a bit harsh being put in a chair for the birth yeah. Yeah. Still, um, it all went well. How lovely um, that that has happened. Your life has changed dramatically while you've been away, Steve. Yes, and I now look about 15 years older. No, no, <laughs> you look as um, pale and as drawn as <laughs> that, that, that was the advantage you had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that you were never going to look any tired. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran, together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Have you put that picture of me up on the website yet? Hurry up. You took a lovely photo of me earlier, Frank. <laughs> yes, Emily yeah. Watt was wearing a, uh, a, a fur... What would you call it's it? It's faux. Like, like a fur it's cape. Faux ca- fur. It's a faux fur cape. And uh, it's a cloak, cos I get so cold. It's kind of a faux fur athletic. I get so Very cold with the... <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> With the terrible temperature control in this place, I've decided I'm going to stop wearing a cloak. No, well, it looks good. <laughs> but uh, her face was surrounded with this little halo of, um, of, of faux fur, and she did look like that um, that Jesus fresco that someone <laughs> yeah. tried the badly to badly um, painted renovate. one. <laughs> well, it started out well, and then that woman said, "Oh, I'll renovate it," and she turned out to be like the local cleaner. Yeah, and, it was uh, a painter. It was called Eki Homo. Is, uh, yes. The, uh, the painting I yes <laughs> yes <laughs> it sounds like a yorkshire gay club <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Stop it. laughs> um yeah so uh i was um i tell you what i was doing this week i something i don't do t- you know when people say what shows do you watch on telly and, and there are certain shows that you think oh i must watch blah blah tonight or yeah. i must tape it i still say tape it clearly <laughs> <laughs> um but there's a show that I just—I always seem to just land upon, and that's the Antiques Roadshow. Oh, I thought you were going to say 24 Hours in Police Custody. That's the only thing I watch. No, no, I've, I've heard you and Daisy talking about that <laughs> fervidly. Yeah. <laughs> we love the crime shows, don't we, oh, Daisy? We love our crime shows. They can't be good as those police stop action. <laughs> 
Uh, was that one? A, 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 a quiet day in Ilford High Street. <laughs> <laughs> Until this clown. <laughs> uh, what is this? Let's get another shot of a bloke doing a reverse round a co- corner on a dual carriage. What is this joker playing? <laughs> That's what uh, they'll be saying about you tonight. Yeah. They exactly. won't be saying that. <laughs> a perfectly safe junction until this character. <laughs> anyway. Meanwhile, over at the Antiques Roadshow. I'm watching the Antiques Roadshow with Fiona Bruce. Oh, does she come round to yours often? Does she? <laughs> no, she was on it. Oh, okay. She, she gets a bit deeper every week, Fiona. Oh, does she? She's going to end the series with Old Man River. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so she said, Well, we've got this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this um, pot, what this woman's bought. It's changed and, uh, since I lost her. Yeah, she's gone. She's let her working-class roots um, envelop the whole programme. Mm. But anyway, every time... I don't know if you ever shout at the telly at all. Oh, but, shout. But whenever they say the price of whatever the ice is, I say, yeah, uh, are you going to ask me for a price? I would say... You know, some people really collect this stuff. I'd say this could be worth anything between two, three hundred pounds. I always shout, gutted. <laughs> <laughs> they always look gutted every time. And they go, oh, really? And you can tell they just want to smash it in the person, the expert's face. Yeah, yeah. I always think that they should say, can we get a new expert? <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, but very nice. He's making it a catchphrase. Yeah. His little line... Little no, line on Doctor Who. I've got to right. remember the other line. It could be a catchphrase, or could it be something else? Oh. Have I remembered that second line correct? Shot your face. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah, so I'd like to know what our readers shout at the television. Because I, I do that honestly at every pricing. I have to do it now. <laughs> I'm always shouting at the telly. I son- uh, well, if I say, can you turn it up, Shaquille? <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, she has, keeps it very high. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text straight away on the subject of things people shout at the telly. Mm-hmm. Jimmy from Letchworth uh, said he always shouts that there is never actually anything in suitcases on the telly. They get picked up with such ease and swing about the place. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. He's right. 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 He's right to be uh, irate about that. I've mentioned, I think, many times that one of my most hated things on telly is when someone's searching someone's office and you know that the person <laughs> oh. is on their way back, they'll be there any moment. And it, sometimes there's even a glass door, so you're waiting oh, for a sinister... Oh, fine. <laughs> and I get stomach pains with anxiety. <laughs> and I'm going, oh. that's it, that's enough! That's enough! Let's get out! That's all you need! Get out! <laughs> it's the most... It's awful. Honestly. I had it the other day watching Houdini. He was in the German ambassador's office. Why he had to stand there as long oh, as he did, I, I mean, don't know. you've got what you want. Don't open another file. I don't get a torch out, cos that's going to make it worse. <laughs> oh, exactly. They'll see the They'll torch see the light. Out. They always do. Oh, dear. And then you see the, the, the car, you see oh. them getting out the car, you know, they're still... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's, it's giving me stomachache <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> For God's sake, get out there. You've got what you need. Oh. I sometimes, um, if I see a, a rom-com, which... I eat it. Is that going to be that joke? I'm on a rom-com diet. No, which I work. do sometimes. I know you see a rom-com. I'm an intelligent woman. I've read Ulysses, but I have weak moments. Okay. And occasionally, I like a rom-com, like, yes. as I'm sure Daisy does. And if I'm watching a rom-com, 
and there's some ridiculous coincidence, which there always is, isn't there, in a rom-com? Oh, oh, we're in this island, and but with with our new partners, and then we run into each other. I get so angry because I'm enjoying the rom-com, and then yeah. that ruins it. It's too much of a coincidence. Oh. I will sometimes go, "Oh, for God's sake!" <laughs> That's yes. my thing. You're right. You will sometimes do that. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's my thing. I'm quite giving on things like that on on Are plot you? things. Yeah. My okay. dad used to do a lot of that. Oh, wow, well, well, yes. Oh, like you'd go in there. <laughs> oh, well, that's going to protect you, isn't it? A, a barroom table and someone shooting at you. I mean, that used to drive me balmy. <laughs> I, uh, I get quite postmodern in my criticisms. I, watch, watching comedy on telly is quite frustrating. You sure you want to share this? <laughs> don't name any names. No, naming no names. Really no, the, the, the two, apparently, <laughs> this is my wife has observed, that if, it, if, there's a, if there's an anecdote that's presented as true but doesn't sound true at all. Apparently I'll just go, well, that didn't happen. Yes, I do that, I <laughs> yeah, must say. Yeah. Isn't that satisfying? I've seen, there's a, I saw a bit, there was a, a man in which he, there's a, an anecdote in which a comedian claimed to have kidnapped someone and accidentally drunkenly kidnapped a dwarf and woke mm, up with seems. a dwarf uh, mm. in, their, in their bag in their mm, hotel room. Really? And apparently all I said was, well, that didn't happen. No, that was all you said on that act yeah. of... Mm. Well, there's so much wrong with it, but all you were concerned of was the verity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's I, a good one. I, yeah. I, I do that as well. well I, have, are they I sh- shouted at gigs. <laughs> <laughs> no, when he was yeah. talking about his uh, relationship with his brother's <laughs> wife. There's a thing I shout based on an old episode of Fantasy Football League. that um, There was once oh, John, John Inman... Once, there's an episode where John Inman ha- uh, had to say the name Matthew Letitia. Right. Uh, and so whenever I see Matthew Letitia... It's I, uh, and it, but it's my mate's version that I'm doing. But he says something like Matthew Letizia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we've got a legacy. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. A text from 104 on the subject of things people shout at the telly. He says, uh, my dad always shouts at the telly when they leave half-drunk pints of beer. <laughs> yes, that's yes. another for us. My oh. dad is... And also, in Coronation Street, so they would they'd pull a pint with a head of about <laughs> yeah. oh, four know. inches of foam and people would just be happily take it. I don't like it as well when they get up to leave as they, as they neck the end of the pint. No-one does that in real life. You sit and finish your drink. Well, so a lot of people just leave it. They just leave large yeah. amounts of drink. That'd be quite a satisfying bit if just in one episode of EastEnders there was just a bit where we just went can you just top that up for yeah, us exactly that's just a little bit of unnecessary faff yeah. but, but proper realism I had a mate that used to not shout at telly but shout in pubs if they didn't a bit like that he'd go short measure <laughs> <laughs> that's his standard thing this chair's very creaky I apologise for it short measure like should be a text. sitcom Rod, like Ronnie Corbett running no, a pub you, can I not have two people shouting at me like that ever again <laughs> Steve <laughs> I've, I've actually said it's my pun was so weak that it's now been said thankfully you didn't hear it and the readers might have well so, i want you to say it again so i can i said because you'd said short measure i'd said that that sounded like an old sitcom ronnie corbett running a pub yes and it would be called short measure yeah that's all right well, well, you could have gone to me instead, but now you'll never know what I would have said. Oh, don't sorry. No, no. <laughs> Steve's, Steve's working on his no, Edinburgh no, material. No. He's <laughs> trying out some new stuff. <laughs> I don't like this person who's listening live for the first time and wants to give credit to the podcast editors. 
Or <laughs> <laughs> for taking the music out. Apparently they work miracles. Oh. Thank you very much. They don't take any dialogue out, do they? OK. Uh, we've had it's just a bad week. Have you thought about that? Six <laughs> <laughs> people don't consider all the alternatives. What about when I used to, when Papan used to play the footballer, <laughs> and every time the commentators, this is when I live with David Badil, every yeah. time the commentator said Papan, I used to stand up, look out the window, and say, uh, "That's probably my car." <laughs> <laughs> every time. I knew somebody when when someone would say Papan would say Nicole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Is that true? Did you? Or have yeah, you yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Papan was, uh, he was an endless source of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, my mate's dad used to say two things. Every time they say let at Wimbledon, he'd say bygones be bygones. <laughs> oh, I loved your dad. And when, no, this was my dad, my mate's dad. Okay. And, uh, and when Colin Bell was playing for Man City, every time they said, they'd go, right, Bell! And he'd go, book and candle. Every time. <laughs> every, every time. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Hall is with us this morning. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Uh, we've been talking about things people shout at the television. Mm, that's a very good radio uh, thing, a bit of stuff. Bit of ba- bit of back <laughs> announcing. we've been talking about, yeah. Uh, Becky and John have emailed to say it really gets to us when people on the television finish a phone call and don't say goodbye before hanging up the phone. <laughs> we find ourselves saying it for them. <laughs> in fairness, I often do that. If I'm busy and I'm insult, I'll go, yes, exactly, slam. <laughs> do you? Mm. Wow, that's terrifying. Yeah. There's a thing that I remember that Emily said to me that she said she got upset if someone emailed her and they, they hadn't used punctuation, it's all lowercase and, and all that. Sickening. It's like they couldn't be bothered. <laughs> it's sickening. And now if I get that, my manager does that a lot. Does he? I always What see, about when they uh, start with an I, a lowercase I, apostrophe yeah. M? Sick, sick people. Yeah, yeah. I find that sometimes if, retrieved if, if at the bottom it's, it has sent from my smartphone. I, feel, I find myself oh, forgiving yeah. that because if they, you know, if they're on a train and it's difficult. Well, are you impressed they've got a smartphone? <laughs> I think if, if at the bottom it says E.E. E. Cummings, I'm all right with that. <laughs> but other than that, anyone who got that joke, congratulations. You're friends of mine. Um, <laughs> but relieved. yes, I do. I take it as a slight. Good boy. Um, 013 <laughs> says, when I watch programmes like... Oh, I love that. When I watch programmes like A Place in the Sun and the people don't choose any of the properties on offer, I always shout, free holiday. <laughs> Keith from Basingstoke. Yeah. <laughs> Well, spotty kids, that's never occurred yeah. to me. 229 has said they shout at the TV when in EastEnders people arrange to meet but never specify a time. They just say, see you later. But that's, I guess that's because in the world of EastEnders they're only ever going to be in the Queen Vic. Yeah. So they'll be there at some point. And also, I think they don't really want to meet that person. <laughs> well, the, what I used to uh, be troubled with in EastEnders was when uh, someone who worked on the market something would happen to them and they'd say, oh, um, Dave, can you um, just run the <laughs> store for a bit? And Dave didn't say, well, hold on, I have no idea of your, your, your pricing system. Or, 
I mean, I'm too late, they're gone. They just give them an apron, like having an apron means you can operate a market store. It's like being past the ring in The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, Frank, we've also had can a new... Can you... I, I give you the, ma the magic apron of marketry. Oh, oh yes. Now it all makes... Oh, yeah, apples, apples. Oh, yeah, it's working already. Apples! <laughs> Weird. We've also had a link sent to us of a news story, and the news story is Cary Grant's Bristol roots celebrated at new festival. I think I know what's coming here. This is from John Welsh, <laughs> who simply says, from the slums of Bristol. Yes. This is something my dad used to shout. Every time Cary Grant uh, came on the telly, he would mm. say, Cary Grant, from the slums <laughs> of Bristol. <laughs> I've no idea if he came from slums. He came from Bristol, but my, I think my dad added the... Uh, yeah. He, he started to sort of point up the rags to riches <laughs> story a bit by putting him in a slot. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Got a nice text from uh, 491 who says, My dad, uh, he's given his dad's full name, my dad, Steve Tiffin, uh, <laughs> gets very frustrated watching darts and frequently shouts, Pub darts! when they get a one or a five. Ah, that's a good one. I like the sound of that, Dad. Uh, Frank. Does he say what well, they used to shout in the pub when, when I used to play darts? For, I guess if you got twenty six, which is quite common, so you get a twenty, a one, and a five at the top. Someone would shout, "Bed and breakfast, two and six. Oh. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I'm just relieved I didn't get that reference. Yes, I, well, I know it, it is a little out of date now. I come to think about it. <laughs> Two and six. <laughs> Not the fact that it's old money, that in fact that would be it's twelve and a half. The two and six feet. material just isn't flying at the moment. No, I don't know. I think I might have to go metric with my material. Especially in the universities. <laughs> um, Frank, we need to talk about Kim. Oh, yes. My boo. Uh, Kim Jong-un. Yes. Who I fear I might have once made a friend of the show once whilst you were off, which I accept now was irresponsible of me. Well, I don't know. I, um, I've got a soft spot for Kim Jong-un. Well, you'll be gutted to learn yeah. that he's um, missing. No, no. Well, is, is, isn't he on gardening leave? Well, what is it, Steve? First, first we heard he ha he's got a terrible addiction to Emmental cheese. <laughs> yes. Um, well, yeah. there's lots of cheeses, isn't it? Well, Emmental but specifically because he studied at this Swiss finishing school, <laughs> where where and they, they've obviously taught him immaculately. <laughs> I he studied he was, cheese. I heard he just sat at home popping baby bells. <laughs> 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 but now he's gone on to uh, intravenous fondue. <laughs> That's the dark road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that it not was... many come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing. That's, that's one of the speculations of the cause yes. of this ill health and ballooning weight. But there are there are things that the news can say about Kim Jong Un that you couldn't say about any other leader. So one of the things they say is he looks even more overweight than usual. <laughs> yeah, and that than usual is so damning. Yes. Usually we're supposed to be sensitive now about uh, fat people, aren't we? I don't <laughs> yeah. think so sen sensitivity's high on his checklist yeah. of qualities he looks I know, but that doesn't mean yeah. two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. Well, it's tricky <laughs> now that the, the bigger like he gets... i him say that. Thanks, <laughs> uh, <and> about... <laughs> It's also... Uh, I find you can be a little bit disparaging about Robert Mugabe. If you're seen as a despot yeah, anyway, yeah. then it's all right to... Uh, he, but now that he looks, he looks more like KD Lang in a hall of mirrors <laughs> than ever before. Yes. Yeah. What about, um, well, he had... So, firstly, we should say, 
Um, it was the high, con- the dangerously high consumption of Emmental is the yes. one reason that's been cited. What can you can I ask you? What would you say is the cutoff point for <laughs> addiction sympathy? You know, people feel sorry if you if you're on heroin or or maybe yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Jeez, I find people are a bit less. <laughs> oh, the poor devil is a slave. Yeah. He's a and, slave to dairy. And it's difficult to stage an intervention in North Korea. What point do you have a word? You say, we think you might be lactose intolerant as well as just generally intolerant. Perhaps, I don't think he's been, he's fallen asleep and been eaten by mice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we'll come back to this. It's a mystery indeed. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're talking about Kim. Yes. Um... He's gone missing, and also Steve, he favours a Cuban heel. He does. I've been analyzing. I've been looking at his shoes, wanting <laughs> to get your opinion on them because they're a fascinating <laughs> construction. Please, please ask me. I have a lot of opinions. I love a Cuban heel. That <laughs> is, is he in an early Beatles tribute? Act? <laughs> <laughs> well, also he does favour a boot cut slack, and that comes with its own sort of problems anyway. I'd say he's. Tra- I mean, I saw a picture from the other day. He, tra- he was in billowing. Trousers. Yeah. They were enormously. I mean, in a country where fine fabric is at a premium, <laughs> the shorter I think he's man rubbing, he's rubbing their nose tends to. Yeah. Have you noticed Simon Cowell often goes for a boot cut jean? Yes, because they try and hide the Cuban. Yeah. Maybe that's why he has disappeared. He's in training to have a beetle. The Eatles. Maybe he's a got fat Beatles tribute. Bro. Maybe he's gone lost in his own trousers. <laughs> <laughs> they thought that's just a pair of trousers on the hanger, but he's become ensnared. <laughs> What about, um, he missed the, um, he's missed a lot of fixtures. He missed the workers' party anniversary. Oh, I don't know what? about you, but that's always a, a regular fixture <laughs> in my calendar. <laughs> well, it is for him, I would have thought. That's quite a biggie. He sent flowers. They were a bit garage <laughs> flowers. Yeah. You know, I, oh dear, I've been caught having an affair. I'm going to stop at the SO garage. <laughs> they were those flowers. Can we say that Kim Jong... Moon has definitely not been caught having an affair. <laughs> no, and I wasn't. Okay. But there's one rumour in the news that was that he was so fat he broke his own ankles just under his no, own weight. Oh, that like, so, like he's some weird Humpty Dumpty figure. That can't be possibly. That's a bit Kim Jong unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, uh, no because there's fatter people than Kim Jong. Precisely, he's still not, moving about. He's not that, but he's kind of Michael McIntyre crossed with the kid from Up. The cartoon, so oh, that's yes. the, which is not not <laughs> that. Also, that is seen as a sign of prosperity in North Korea. It's a good thing to be fat. Yes, you're saying yes. I think in North Korea, some... a coat is seen as a sign <laughs> yeah, of prosperity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 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 North Korean Bake Off is one of the bleaker bits of television you could ever see. Yeah, but they all they all basically wear the same outfit. Do they all wear that grey tunic thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they've now got the I state. Imagine where's Wally? In North Korea. Yeah. He's a tough old... <laughs> tough you, old book. So they had the cheese, then the Cuban heels, but do you know the latest reason they're giving for his disappearance? They're saying it's due to an unspecified discomfort. Yes. That's the reason. I, I love that, giving us a... <laughs> <laughs> David Cameron won't be at the G8 committee because of discomfort. <laughs> What about Ed Miliband? Wouldn't go to anything. <laughs> yeah. His no. life is all about I, discomfort. I'd never, I'd never go out with you socially. No, I didn't want discomfort. <laughs> I call it the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, now, it's now suggested that his sister might be about to take over. 
Kim Yo Jong. Yes. Is, uh, is, yeah. uh, who's that's much origi- younger. That's an original name. <laughs> it's a bit complicated. Is, is Kim, that's the surname, it just comes at the that's front. That's their is surname, that, is that yeah. how it works? Yeah. yeah. I just think it'd be, when the register's called, it'd be a bit... <laughs> yes, I also like that idea that, say, um, you know, if, if, if uh, they can't make it, their sister... T- I suppose it's what the royal family do. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a relative, as long as it's a relative, they can't. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you've seen Kim Jong-un, um, please call uh, the number which we're going to give after this song. And we... Which will be mine. I'd l- <laughs> 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 Can I say, I, don't, I can't think of anything that would make me happier than you dating <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Well, stick around. <laughs> In his fabulous Cuban, his Kim Jong eels, as I like to call him. <laughs> Named after his father, of course. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. That's me, by the way, Steve. Yeah, I've, I've been listening on the podcast to that. To that new Enjoy the edit. Oh. Yeah. It's a great edit. It reminds me of the, uh, the theme tune to the Mary Whitehouse experience. Slightly. Oh, oh God. Something for our older listeners there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so we're in email corner. Yes. So shall we begin? The begin. <laughs> this is from Stumpy in South Wales. Okay. Okay. Um, Isabel. Yeah. Mr. Radio, Cockrell, and Miss Dean. I just wanted to wish Mr. Skinner well with his Doctor Who debut tonight. Oh, yeah, did I mention? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm on Doctor Who tonight. Uh, bracket Saturday, he says. I, too, will be making my debut on the show tonight. I'm the scared chef legging it from the mummy. It's a pleasure to share the screen time with Frank. If praise was allowed, I'd put some here. That's Stumpy in Pontypridd, South Wales. That's, uh, How exciting. Yes. I think I, um, signed something for Stumpy. It's the sort of name sticks in your memory. It's now a nice down-to-earth anecdote. <laughs> 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 Have you signed something recently for someone with a nickname? Why don't you text him? <laughs> Any autograph anecdotes would be very... So is he one of your colleagues? Did you sit around talking about when you were in rep? Um, no, I didn't, um... I, I think I you took I, to being an actor like a Dr. Water. Yeah, exactly. I had the odd chat with, um, you know, I spoke to some of the extras. There was a lady who, um was saying that she was in, used to be in cabaret in the old days, you know, and she was known as the sepia sensation. Never explain no. why. The, old, the older they get, they do have some more sepia <laughs> sensations. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They're a nappy. But right? yes. But now he's given away the fact there's a mummy in it. No, oh, to be not, fair. Yes. No, no, I was joking. <laughs> there is, <laughs> that would be quite harsh on the spoilers. There is a mummy on the Orient Express. There's posters and everything. It hasn't paid either. It's what I'd call a pharaoh dodger. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> bit of a pun, bit of Doctor Who, everything you want in life. You old timers sure do know how to have fun. I felt I was on a porch then, looking out onto a Wild West street. <laughs> Just for a second. I got stuck trying to think if there was a pun involving Ptolemy then, and then I panicked and thought, I'm not 100% sure Ptolemy's an Egyptian thing. Like, and also that's... Like, Ptolemy, another one. <laughs> yes. That's more radio You've form. done it anyway. You've done that thing. Yeah, yeah. I've taken a cowardly when step p- back. people say, oh, I was going to do a joke about it, and then they do the joke. Yeah. Oh, we've all done That's it, basically Steve. all my stand-up. No. <laughs> no. Steve, we've got, we've got to sort your confidence out. 
Yeah, and I know just the person to do it. It's always helped me in the past. Good cop, bad cop in one human being. Yeah, I'm trying to get out the good cop thing. Oh, I've got confidence issues. I'll give Frank a call. That's so unfair. It's so unfair. In fairness, you have done wonders for my confidence. There you go. That's because you... The sort of person who should have confidence. Lovely. Whereas Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I love Steve. I know. Get onto the email, Steve. Yes, we've had a, we've had a, a further email, uh, and this is directed to uh, Ms. Dean. Oh, it's about me. Uh, Love it. <laughs> Hi, gang. Just wanted to say thanks to Emily for her suggestion of going to see Russell Grant in Edinburgh as a <gasps> 26-year-old straight man. I thought he was going to say as a 26 stone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as a 26-stone straight man, I was not expecting to have such a good time, but I did. I took a German work colleague uh, uh. and a nephew, neither of whom knew who he was, and though a little confused by most of it, <laughs> yes. uh, they had a good time too. I feel it would be inappropriate and a tad confusing to combine Russell Grant and a knight's move, so I won't. And that's from Dowie. Oh. Well, I'm so glad the recommendation worked out for you. Yes, can I recommend that you see Justin Toper doing the <laughs> contemporary dance at the Barbican Centre? Yeah, he was the sun <laughs> astrologer, one of my favourites. Yes, it was a fantastic show, that, Frank. What yeah, about I... when the bit went wrong and he got angry? He I... turned Russell Grant and he said, um, just leave it. <laughs> yes, I always enjoyed that bit. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't get to it in the end. But uh, Emily, it's interesting because I thought Emily sold it in a slightly ironic way. But people still, they flocked. And good on Russell Grant yes. for that. I have no idea how old Russell Grant is. He's 82. <laughs> <laughs> Can I recommend the... Uh, oh, sorry, that's his collar. I recommend... Uh, <laughs> Can I recommend The Levitating Shaman on YouTube? In which a shaman um, literally levitates high, high, high in the air. And that bit's not that exciting. It's when he lands on the floor and looks genuinely confused. <laughs> I mean, I don't like a viral much, but that, oh man, that's a beautiful thing. That makes me happy to be a human. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had an email from Ian in Leamington Spa. Uh, positing an interesting domestic scenario. Uh, he said, uh, Dear Mr. Radio, uh, Kokaliki and the <laughs> Divine M, uh, I recently had to deal with a rodent in the kitchen and was oh, wondering... Yeah. I know, it's serious. <laughs> was wondering how each of you on the team would deal with such a domestic situation. Well, I... It is uh, strange that um, this should crop up because... Um, I was at home last Saturday, mm. and Kath was on the on the telephone, and um, she came up to me. She was on the phone conducting a perfectly calm and normal conversation whilst gesticulating like the house was on fire. <laughs> so it's a very weird juxtaposition. So she's going, you get it, and uh, <laughs> and uh, she led me upstairs, still talking calmly on the phone, pointed at the window. And uh, there's a, a floor in our house which we call the mezzanine. And um, there's a, an office that Kath uses as, as, yes, as her office. Yes, I'm familiar yeah. with its work. And there's a window there, and it's got, we've got ivy up the wall. You know, it's lovely uh, ivy crawling up the wall, makes you feel like you live in the country, which obviously I wouldn't want to do, but um, <laughs> no. some people do. And uh, there was a rat <gasps> um, sort of on the windowsill looking in. 
in a very... I like that you've given him a sort of personality. <laughs> no, but it was like... Do you remember the, the rat in um, the cheese cracker box on Faulty Totus? Yes. When the man <laughs> offers a thing, and, and it, it looks like it's a really sort of phony-looking sort of... <laughs> Kevin, that kind of rat. It looked like that. I mean, it was kind of a... a I, I I could have believed that it was somebody with a, a glove puppet thing. Seventies <laughs> BBC props rat. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, there's no doubt it was a rat. And what, are we doing a big rat, like scary big? Or? Yes, it was. It was. Um, well, had it been a small rat, I would have probably thought it was a mouse. <laughs> I can't, to be honest. Uh, so um, mice are fine. Did, so we we took our approach was to Google it. So we googled rats in ivy. And there's a long list of minor celebrities. Um, <laughs> and some quite specialist interest films, I would imagine. Yeah, and then, yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Richard Gere presents. <laughs> and, um, and then it turns out that um, they're lured into the ivy by, because um, snails like ivy. Shut and up. rats like snails. <laughs> Did you know rats like snails? Do you know I never did? Yeah, so they go in there. I don't know. They, I don't know if they suck them out of their shells or they just crunch them. Um, this but, is nice. But that's what they, they go in. Uh, <laughs> hi, 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 kids. What I'm yeah. saying is they eat them out of house and home. It'd be a very different David Attenborough if you were doing the voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> they crunch them. I've often thought about snails as well. It's, do people eat them because they're gastropods? And it sounds a bit like gastropod. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're led into the food thing. It's an interesting uh, texting. I think you'll agree. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, 211 has texted us. I yeah. say that like it's breaking news of some sort. Yeah. Uh, Ivan from Cambridge. This is to you, Steve. He says, Don't worry, Steve. Ptolemy was the first Hellenistic emperor of Egypt after the death of Alexander. Oh, there you, oh, there you go. Stay there relax. You go. So don't worry, it was, Steve. It was factually correct, if entirely devoid of humour. So, so I'm, re I'm reassured. <laughs> I don't think it was totally... Was, See, there you yeah. go with I'm, your confidence I'm, 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 that's, I'm quoting a review from the Sunday Times there. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> are you really? No, no. Oh, okay. I like the it. Sunday Times once described me as fine. Oh, well, that's... Uh... Did they? Many men have described me similarly. <laughs> Girl, you fine. No, I think you've been, yeah, man. Yeah, fine. you fine. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Take me a slice of that Dean. <laughs> That's the most sickening thing you've ever said. Um, we've now <laughs> would like to return to Email Corner. Okay. Because Carl has cleared up something for us. Okay. Which was, do you remember you were talking about James Brown, I Feel Good? Yes. Yes, this is a few weeks ago. I think he says, um... Uh, something he says of instead of half. It's something yes. like I feel good. Da, na, 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 na. I, I I knew I would of or something like that. Isn't that right? Yes, something like that. Yeah, and uh, with Carl's email basically confirms you are one hundred percent correct. Da, 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 da. We've it. probably got um, we got a fanfare. Let me see. If, yeah. <laughs> Not dissimilar to the one I just did. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. Well, I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't have. Yeah, wouldn't have. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. There's a few examples. Blur do that in Charmless Man. 
there's a, one of the lyrics is, I think he'd like to of been Ronnie Cray. It's, it's and it, but I think they're deliberately doing drama. it wrong to show that they were such urchins. Oh, of course, yeah. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's Mockney, that's what that is. Mm. I doubt if um, James Brown was going in for Mockney. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hardest working man in show business. That was his nickname. Do you know that? <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's a, you now. Yeah, exactly. I've taken over the mantle. He had something like 99 uh, Billboard Top 100 singles. <laughs> that's agonising. 99. I think only Elvis and the cast of Glee had more Billboard hits than James Brown. I think he had uh, 99 Joan Collins films, DVDs, but the bitch ain't one. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a struggle to get that out. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Hall. You can text us on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email us via the Absolute Radio website. Now, Frank. Now. We, we had some huge news. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the week. Did you see the horse that walked into a police station? It's been everywhere, that thing. Can you both start thinking of your little jokes and your puns <laughs> now and we'll get them out of the way with... I know <laughs> Which, you'll have them. Well, the, didn't the police... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the police have beaten early. us to it, yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, what did he say? At nay point did he pose a risk yeah, to security. I mean, yeah. Come on, respect. Yeah. <laughs> and, and on their Twitter feed, they put a different pun. They said, looks like we've got a new neighbour. Oh, oh dear! They've stuck with the same pun, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all the things that they that they could have gone for, they've gone for there. I um, I wondered if it was uh, Shergar finally <laughs> giving himself up, ridden by Kim Jong Un. They yeah. described it as a noble steed in the in the papers, yeah. which because it was a pony as well. It wasn't a proper big size horse. It was a little a bit pony. Rude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, right, but it's, if the, you're thinking if the police were going to in, indulge in humour, they might take it down the more like a poli- you know a horse walked into a police station. Why the long face? I've just witnessed a horrific crime, yes. or something like mm. that. But just nay, it's it's like puns are acceptable if you're a news reader or a or PR Frank for the policeman. No, but Fra- Frank's puns are good. Oh, <laughs> hey, Whereas, hey so, come on, can we, that's the trailer <laughs> <laughs> sorted. Whereas news readers, it's always if it's a chicken story, it'll always be that's very exciting. Yes, or if it's, it's a cat oh. story, it'll be that's perfect. <laughs> so their puns <laughs> so awful, yes. they should be no longer allowed to speak. But you have mm. to do it on local. You can't say anything on local news that isn't what I would call a sort of a pun light yeah. thing. Mm. Everything they say. Did you uh, witness the footage? Of, yes. the, of the horse wandering to the police station. I particularly like the very Jobsworth man at the police station. Well, that was the security. security. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they had security at police yeah. stations. <laughs> what? So that they don't get through to the police. <laughs> Aren't they security? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. one yeah. would hope so. <laughs> but um, he does a great thing, which is the horse comes in through the automatic doors, mm. and then the man does a very caretaker in a 1970s he film d- does, chewing yeah. motion. I thought he looked yeah. a bit like the elephant keeper on Blue Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like the, ca- the the 1993 Grand National, where the one the race that never was, where he's it's just a man waving his hands <laughs> in front of a confused animal. <laughs> What would have been uh, the, the real story is if a horse walked into a police station and then ten minutes later it was taken over by Greek soldiers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been w- one of the great raids of all time. 
Fantastic. Um, you know, I do like an animal on the loose, though, Frank. Well, you wouldn't if you'd have seen that rat. <laughs> I mean, I empathise <laughs> with these people. <laughs> they saw a horse looking through the window, but they didn't see a rodent. I think I just... I find it appealing. It exposes man's vulnerability. And I like man's vulnerability exposed. Yes. I know you do. <laughs> they hate it when you refer to it as that, though. <laughs> but something's going on in the world, though. Rats, horses... I've been getting a lot of big spiders in the house just lately as well. You've had some huge ones yeah. in your garden. I wonder if they sort of shooed this horse into an enormous glass and then held a, a saucer over it <laughs> and carried it out in that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that twice recently. Oh, man, I'm so proud. I feel so proud. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm the hunter-gatherer in the house. Fan I might do a drawing of it on the wall of our house, <laughs> me haunting it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You may recall, Frank, last week... Hmm. I don't know if you know this, Steve, but I was telling the boys that I'd started to embrace the lower shoe. That was a shock. That was, uh, Kim mm. Jong-un was delighted. <laughs> it was in his honour. And I was loving my newfound freedom. We, I mean, we were all, can you imagine? Emily, mm. of all people, in flats. Yeah. Six inches in, minimum. In, in any form of a flat. Mm. Be it high-rise. <laughs> or, or now she's given up the high-rise. <laughs> <laughs> I could walk again. It was great. And now, now that things are taking a turn for, let's call it the au naturel, mm -hmm. I decided recently I did something extraordinary. I braved the world with a naked face. I went sans makeup. Just a minute, I'm going to do, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to have a drink out of this tea. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> now this is... I went a little bit what I call a late night chat show about women's issues. Wow. That what? I didn't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very specific category. Yes. Um, and you know what? I liked it. Really? Mm. I loved it. Uh, I haven't done it this morning. Oh, I was looking, you see. No, yeah, I'm yeah. caked in it. But. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's early. But no, I did it. It was because I was late, Frank. I was running late. Mm. And I sort of half forgot, which I thought was a good sign. Yeah. For my confidence. But what, about the what about the half of you <coughs> that remembered? Well, I got on the, the tube. Yeah. I know. I got on the tube. <laughs> um, Did I, you see your own reflection and go, uh, who is that? So <laughs> Goodness me, me she looks right. amazing. You had, you had flats on, no makeup, and you got on the tube. I'm yeah. starting to think that the real Emily's in a cupboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going, <laughs> Were you in tracky bums as well? No, I'd been up late the night before. I, don't, I think I was watching Vince Cable compilation or something. Oh, yes. I'd had a late night. So I was just, I was in a rush. But what happened was when I got on the tube, I couldn't get a seat. Now, there are certain, even I will draw the line at doing the makeup standing. You can't do that. Is that, is that right? I don't, oh, it's, I don't a, it's terrible to do that. It's just not the right etiquette. So I thought I'm going to have to brave it. And I went, nothing, no foundation, nothing. Went I just thought you had a makeup bag that said makeup on board. So someone yeah. had to stand yeah. up. <laughs> 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 Yes, I, I was. Have that. So I went into work. I mean, it was difficult at first. Someone asked me if I'd had an eye infection. <laughs> um, <laughs> genuinely. Genuinely, someone asked me that. I'm not joking. That's great. That's she said, their oh, that looks yeah, nasty. Cool. She said, that looks nastier. Have you got the eye infection I think back? I'd have just said, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
She's no longer with the company. It's um, weird, this, though, isn't it? I mean, Clooney's wedding last week, we've got human rights barristers in haute couture mini dresses. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got the editors of fashion magazines <laughs> in flats and no makeup. <laughs> it's the a world wor- it's is a world gone topsy-turvy. You know. But you know what? I'm starting to feel the benefit. Because when I do put it on... People, it's like wearing a coat suddenly. It's like saving well, your coat for Is it warmer with it on? No, people <laughs> will say, you look great. Which they wouldn't have previously, well, when, when, With it or without yeah, it? Yeah, with it, because they can't believe the difference it makes. So I save it for special <laughs> occasions now. <laughs> well, you were wearing... We went to the pub on uh, earlier this week. We did a pub oh, quiz oh, that... Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, we went to the pub, yeah, we the did. Star, the staff had a secret meeting. <laughs> yeah, yes, but, we did. Um, yeah, but the, the part-time staff are in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Big, Daddy, Big Daddy, sometimes we just like to give you the bacon sandwich. We don't like to show you how the pig is killed. I know, but that, I can't, what, really? You and we, you we like, two? Sometimes what? we like to do our own thing. How yeah. was the pub quiz? Well, the pub I'm afraid quiz it was cancelled yeah. uh, oh. the last they, they, minute. They, so heard that, they heard that Wicked Stevie was in town, they all got scared. <laughs> Well, actually, what happens, I heard you two had gone out without telling me, and I, I had it cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> One phone call from me. Well, I've got to do a personal appearance as Perkins at the pub next week. <laughs> 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 oh, Frank, it's not many hours now to go. No, I'm aware of that. Oh. My pants are completely full. <laughs> <laughs> Back and front. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I was... Th- th- there was quite a staggering revelation earlier that I'd braved the world sans makeup. When are you going to come in here sans, sans makeup? Well, I don't know if I can handle that. It's radio. I mean, baby steps. Yeah, but we discovered there was a webcam when I took my jumper off that time. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um... <laughs> But I did enjoy the extra sort of, um, let's call it hour and 45 minutes that it gave me in the morning not putting makeup on. Because the extra time is useful. Is that a, it doesn't take an no, hour and 45 minutes. I've got it down to, uh, I can do it in about, I'd say, 14 minutes. Mm. Sometimes 12. I'm, I'm liking the 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I was in, in bed the other morning and I got a, a phone call from my. Um, Girlfriend, that's how big our house is. And uh, <laughs> I love it when he goes all Dwight York about his own suites. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I like to talk about my crib occasionally. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, it was it was Kat saying, uh, "Are you ready to go then?" And it sudden, I suddenly realised that we had a uh, we had to be somewhere at nine thirty. Oh no! And we were leaving at nine. You know that was fair. And and it was. I thought, okay, so I got up and every, I had my my hands were working independently. Yeah. I was buttoning a shirt oh. with one, cleaning my teeth with the other. It was really, and it makes me think I allow say an hour, an hour and ten in the morning to get up. I was still downstairs on time and ready to go. And yeah, I, but I, how were you smelling? Um, <laughs> I think it was Madonna who said. <laughs> Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I did that thing. Is I I, um, I aerosoled over um, over roll ball. So the the previous days um, roll on had, had started to fade. So I just topped it up a bit. You did you do know, a prison wash? It, I didn't even do a prison wash. Oh. The only one thing I would have noticed. I had a suit on that helps. 
The thing I noticed, I, I have two tufts of hair at the back of my head, which need to be um, washed and gelled to be removed. I see them on school photographs from the 60s, <laughs> the same tufts of hair still there. <laughs> um, and they were there. But uh, don't we waste a lot? Do we really need... Do we need breakfast? Exactly. You don't need this time. No. And I want... I remember, I once went on a date with a Dutch man when I was in Turkey... That's a lot of complication, that is. <laughs> yeah. You sure it wasn't a Turkish man we were in? This sounds like one of those meals when they put a crayfish inside a barbel <laughs> and put that inside a lamb. A, a turduction. Yeah. And uh, his name was Menno. He was from Delft. Lovely. Where is he from? Delft. Okay. Um, I don't know Delft. No, I, I, I never got to discover it either. <laughs> and uh, my sister woke me up. She said, you've got that date, you're meant to be there. I said, what time is it? 8.30? I was meant to be there at 8.30. Ooh. I've never got... I kept my swimming costume on. <laughs> I'd gone for a nap in my swimming costume. <laughs> this was in the evening. You didn't have a date yeah. at 8.30 yeah. in the morning. No, in the evening. OK. Fated Delft. I'm not that desperate. Hand. I don't accept <laughs> breakfast yeah. dates. Yeah. Um, so I had my swimming costume on. She arranged to have to wear that. So I kept my swimming costume on, just put a wraparound skirt over it. I went running down to that beach bar. What's a beach bar? You could have swam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, he'd been, if he'd have been sitting there just looking at his watch and you'd have come out like uh, Ursula Andress. <laughs> but still, you made it. What about makeup? You must uh, have been makeup for it. No, you I was doing it to... as I ran. Oh, uh, wow. Mm. Just blush a brush. So did you I arrive ran. looking like you were in Kiss? I didn't look too bad, <laughs> considering. Oh, she had the tongue out. <laughs> um, I was it... around 35 minutes late. But he was very well, that's Dutch. That's about average, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he was very Dutch and very laid back. Yes, it was so they fine. don't. It's fine. I don't fine. know about it. It didn't last, <laughs> but I think it was the commute to Delft that took its toll rather than my lateness. Yeah. This was Menno. Yeah, Menno. Menno Men. It was the <laughs> sequel to Menno Man. <laughs> okay, I wonder where Menno is now. Do you ever think about him? Not really. No. Well, let me think about it on your behalf. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. We've got a number of plates spinning for the, the viewers, the readers rather, to, to text or tweet us at uh, on the subject of things people shout at the telly. Uh, Stephen Barnes uh, is, it gets, is one of the many who gets annoyed by EastEnders. Uh, because he, it's whenever people are offered a job and Ian in the cafe will say, can you start now? Uh, and he gets furious that they don't say, well, what are the wages, what are the hours, what's the uniform, Do what's I the training, is there a pension scheme, shares? I think they're just more flexible in the It's walls, much more but... complicated than that, exactly. Exactly. But not, not in Ian Beale's world. No. Uh, and we talked about things people shout at the pub, which was an, off, an offshoot. Uh, what uh, about when uh, people go out for some air? In EastEnders. <laughs> I'm just going to go out and get a bit of air. Mm. OK, who are you having an affair with? <laughs> <laughs> 195 on the subject of things people shout in the pub. Yeah. Uh, said that whenever they're playing darts and someone scores 105, everyone in their pub in Ascot shouts, That's a guinea! Wow, <laughs> that's a... That's quite a fine old reference. <laughs> a guinea is a pound and a shilling. Or pound and five p, you see. Do you see? Hello? <laughs> oh, no, they don't answer, do they? Sorry, I've... the earphones confused me. 
Will from London gets shouts at the TV whenever anyone in any US TV show or movie, uh, when they park in a dodgy car park, they never, ever lock their cars. Uh, yes. It's true, yeah. So he's furious at that. And Alex Marsh, when his dad uh, uh, watches Pointless with him, whenever someone answers with an answer they know is wrong, they shout, that's wrong. Uh, <laughs> and then when it's revealed to be wrong, they go, we told you. <laughs> I think for quiz shows, that's part of the joy of oh, it, Oh, yeah. It? Well, Mark Richards says, when I was a child, you could always hear the neighbours shouting gamble at the TV when Bullseye was on <laughs> and the contestants had got through to the final oh, part at the end. with a chance for the star prize. Bully's special prize, I believe it was Yeah, called. but what was great was when they wouldn't gamble oh. and, and they brought the next... The, the people who thought they were out of it, they thought they were gone, they got brought back on for another I, chance. A sort I, of repechage. Look what you could have won, which oh. I often say to exporty friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like that thing in the paper when they say blah blah shows blah blah what they're missing. Oh, I love a what they're missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had a Kelly Brook one today in the paper. I, I don't know what her last boyfriend was called. I believe it was yeah. David McIntosh. Oh, and it says that Kelly shows David what he's missing. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to get. We can do this for the the picture of you that we've put on the Facebook page. We can say <laughs> Emily shows Menno from Delft <laughs> what he's missing. <laughs> If he's still missing it, he is a <laughs> tragic figure. He's laid back, Menno. Oh, no, she was beautiful, but, you know, there are other people I know. That's what it'll be like. He had, he had Calvin's. Did he? Mm. What was Calvin wearing? <laughs> I'm just saying they weren't from the market. No, no, um, of course, no. I wouldn't do they were the real Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he has, uh, I bet he has Calvin classics. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Massive respect. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. A man, speaking of people born out of their time, Boris Johnson mm. uh, has has been in the news. Uh, well, he's constantly in the news. Uh, but I enjoyed his little fluff uh, in the week. He was meant. He was appearing on a. I don't think, I don't think he's ever admitted any of those. <laughs> <laughs> He uh, he had a moment. Uh, he had a senior moment where he he f- completely forgot the name of the Tory candidate uh, in the Clacton by-election. Yeah, yes. I don't know if that was a senior moment as much as an elitist moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in that he doesn't really care about that person, does he? Yeah. Uh, no, ab- yeah, absolutely. It's he forgot the name, as indeed did most of the voters in Clacton. Mm. Uh, <laughs> He's called Giles Watling. Giles Watling. Yes, he was actually in the sitcom Bread. Which what, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we watch it sometimes at school as part of our social education. <laughs> well, I have to say, <laughs> if you were told that someone from Bread was going to be an MP, you'd guess that would be a Labour MP, wouldn't you? Yeah, mm. you'd, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, but he's, yeah. he's one of the ones that's turned. Yeah. Well, one of the cast from mm. Bread, uh, Peter Howitt, directed Sliding Doors. So they've had an interesting career post-Bread. Mm. If yeah. there's any other... Um, bread-based uh, celebrities <laughs> who've gone on to do interesting things, let us know. And what happened to that china cockerel that used to be on the uh, table? <laughs> yeah. Is that in some sort of TV museum or is it in a skip? Where do these yeah. things end up? Well, I'll tell you, on our Christmas table once when we had the flowers from the Vicar of Dibley Did Christmas you? special, ah. yeah. Because our friend was a producer at the BBC. I said, oh, I love that arrangement. She said, Vicar of Dibley. Well, a friend Fabulous. of mine um, was going past the BBC uh, Actually, it wasn't me, but I think it was Lime Grove or something. Mm. And they, uh, you remember when Terry Wogan had a regular um, a show on every night on Terry, more or less, every weeknight, a chat show? 
and it was it had a sign hanging um, that said Wogan, a sparkly sign. That was that was the set yeah. basically. And after the series ended, they saw this thing at the back of the studio. So they went in and they got this it's <laughs> a three dimensional Wogan. And what they did in their house, they they had a, they had their loft converted into a room, and they wedged this Wogan sign between the floor between the floor and the um, the loft entrance, and they used it as steps. So they climbed up the <laughs> no, sparkling Wogan. Yeah, fabulous stairway to Wogan. Oh, and she's climbing the stairway to Wogan. <laughs> ah, the old DG. <laughs> Here we are in the vaults, the BB. Oh yes. Anyway, <laughs> the whole um, have you have you ever oh, <laughs> oh, have you ever had a moment like that where you've forgotten a name at a key time? Oh God, I interview. I no, I when you're comparing, it's always a worry. And I was comparing, and uh, Joe Wilkinson was on the bill. Oh yes. And it's a very fine comic, comic who I, yeah. I, who I um, write very highly. And um, our, it was one of those, he wasn't, he, had, he was fairly new there, I thought, I've got to remember the name. And I always go for initials, just remember JW, JW. So he came on and said, ladies and Jack Whitehall. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you didn't do that. I did honestly do it. And he went up to the mic and said, actually, I'm not Jack Whitehall. <laughs> it was a real terrible, awkward This is awful. Moment That's the well. worst thing you've ever done. I know. Also, there's a lot of very disappointed teenage girls in the auditorium. <laughs> uh, they, they thought Jack Whitehall had been on a desert island. <laughs> But um, <laughs> it was I only had the initial. He couldn't. He'd done how close he was to being introduced as Julie Walters. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The thing I enjoyed most in Boris's fluff uh, was that he just became <laughs> abusive to the DJ, who, to the person interviewing him, because they wouldn't give him the name, and, and, and so they realised it was obvious that Boris oh, couldn't get Nick the name. Ferrari. It was Nick yes. Ferrari, and Boris yeah. went, "Don't just sit there like some fat Buddha." <laughs> he did. did, say he, did that. he did say that. But in no, a sort of very, and then when he gave him the name, he, uh, he said That's it's Giles Watling. As well, he's got a padlock on the fridge now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said it's Giles Watling, uh, and Boris went, "Yes, I knew it was something. I knew it was Tingling or something like that." So just he he is absolutely Teflon that even when he yeah. forgets his own candidate's name. But see, people would be saying "good old Boris," precisely. Yeah, yeah. and I he's kind got, of know the what they, they mean about that because the people who do remember the names they not remember it because they care. No, uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I had someone just made up a name. They couldn't remember. They were bringing me on stage and they couldn't remember my name at all. So they just went, "Please welcome Pete Templeman." <laughs> Uh, and then afterwards, they can I say that's better than Steve Hall? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's, uh... It sounds like you might have gone to school with him. In fairness, well, the problem <laughs> with being a comedian called Steve Hall is that people might always. Oh, put... another great way to begin a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> they might put em- they might put empty in as a middle name, as a nickname. Yes, yes. Which uh, you've introduced me on this show on a number of occasions. Oh, yeah. that's that exact it up nicely then. Yeah, and oh. so you know, it's, don't give them that sort of leeway. What That's about when fun. that woman at Instal kept calling me Lindsay? <laughs> and I actually <laughs> couldn't bear to... I mean, I, I was sort of half-loved it, because I was waiting for the big, what I call the Jean Valjean reveal moment, mm. when I would tell her the truth. Yeah. And she kept saying, I know Lindsay, exactly Lindsay. And then I, I broke cover. But I, I worked with a Michelle who I called Melanie for 80s, and oh, someone said fine. to me, her name, did you call her <laughs> Melanie? I said, yeah. And they said, she's called Michelle. <gasps> 
And Ooh. I thought, I've called her Melanie, Melanie yeah. 20 or 30 times and she's never corrected me. Do you know I despised her for that? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to have the Alan Partridge defence. In my defence, I never knew their names in the first place. <laughs> there was... Um, it's true, Frank. We were... <laughs> Really, I work. I work <laughs> I'm going to be brutal now. I work with a, a woman who was not a beauty, and her name was. I can do this because there's a. a Imagine if you said for, that about me. Her name was Val, and um, <gasps> and I remembered her by thinking Val Haller. That's how I remember the name, <laughs> which I thought was hell. I thought was mm. hell. So I thought she looks like a creature mm. from hell, which is unkind when you think about it. But then I discovered that Valhalla isn't really hell. It's, it's, it's an afterlife. It's a Norse afterlife place. But it's where sort of heroes, war heroes, go. So I didn't feel so bad about it. Uh, <laughs> you didn't shout, Odin, every time you saw her. <laughs> no. Um, we, we've I had We'd I'd love to <laughs> talk about this further, yeah. however. Sort of, I've just thought of a pun then, but it would have given the name would have given <laughs> who she was. Don't do the pun. Because we have about eight hours until Big Daddy's big moment. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a little yeah. more than that. It's actually okay. it's on eight thirty-five yeah. this evening. And There's um, a lot of love from the readers. Oh, they're loving oh, it. Oh, really? Now yeah. you're getting famous. Real, um, genuine <laughs> pride and excitement for you. We've well, had, that's lovely. We've had a tweet from uh, Lyndon who says, "Was listening to previous podcasts online, and in the first podcast on the tenth of the eleventh, two thousand and twelve." You talk about wanting to be on Doctor Who. Yeah, well, that's how I think. It, it, uh, someone texted the show and, and asked what our ambitions were. I can't remember what yours was, Em. Oh, I don't know, but it probably involved... I think it involved... Um, Mano? No, it involved Tom Jones. <laughs> Tom Jones? Yes. Well, you remember the show still. Um, <laughs> I think... Uh, how do you get him to turn his chair around? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> you just push the wheels a bit. It's not necessary <laughs> for me. Um, and anyway, I said I'd, I'd, I'd want to be in Doctor Who. That was the thing. I, I remember you poured scorn. And who would have thought? I did. And I now did. here we are. Yeah. Uh, Dreams can yes. come true. Can I, I can... say on a serious note, I'm actually very proud of you. Well, can I say on a serious note, I, have, I am be beyond happy and excited about the whole thing. I can't find anything cynical or ironic to say by the way of comedy because I am just thrilled and thank you for everyone who sent in those um, lovely messages and uh, thank you Stephen Moffat for giving me this opportunity <laughs> oh god <laughs> right, and, uh, yes. <laughs> can I just say my parents who were so and William Hartnell who started the whole thing Verity Lambert um, yes no really <laughs> um, but um, we still haven't got an end into the show. Every week we um, we're trying to come up with an ending, but we well, cause I'm trying to get a new ending, Steve. So if you've got any ideas but at all, you could regenerate, who style, <laughs> but just into yourself, like a younger version of yourself. Yes. Well, I you know what, I, probably, drink on yeah. I probably will do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch it from behind the sofa in traditional thing, but <laughs> our sofa's against the wall, so I'd have to stand in the hallway and I'd ruin the whole <laughs> evening. Anyway, um, I'm, b by way of an ending, we could say... Um, goodbye. <laughs> What's the last thing I say in the show? Oh, I, can't, I can't give that away. I'll do that next week. <gasps> oh. Spoilers! That's what I've got on my Cortina. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.